First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. If you uh, if you lost in the Kentucky Derby and now with a potential disqualification, what that would mean? Did you have to pay back wherever you your winnings were paid out from? Right. I mean, what do they do? I, I we'll talk about it. Come Sorry, on. I already spent that well, money. Okay. Matter of fact, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll yeah. get into it. Um, uh, over the weekend, I was in. Uh, uh, we had to pick up my daughter from school, so over the weekend, we decided she had to be picked up early Saturday. So we'd spend the night on Friday night in in Manhattan, and then go over and get her. So we're not driving all the way down after I was up at four o'clock in the morning and all that. So I think my wife's getting a little cocky. With the hotel bookings. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all been about, you're not going to believe how much I got this room for. And in this case, it was like almost $100 even for a room. Oh, my gosh. The problem is we stayed in uh, the area where apparently everyone who couldn't get out of the city was still at um, in Hell's Kitchen. And it was a little rough. And we'll we'll talk about that. And by the oh, way, when boy. the people are, are asking for money on the street now, it used to be they'd be polite and be like, well, if you didn't give to them, you just keep going and they'd keep going. Now it's like, what, you, you got a little problem? You have a problem with me? You've never been on hard times before? And he's like following me down the street as I'm driving oh. down the street. Oh, my goodness. You're, while you're driving? Yes, yes. Was he, in a, was he in a car next to you? And I have a new vehicle, so I'm trying to figure out how to roll the window up. And uh, it's, I'm, it's not second nature for me right now. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, Pfizer, the first company to seek full FDA approval for the corona vaccine. And Tanya J. Powers is standing by on the line right now. I was in your neck of the woods, not specifically your neck of the woods. Uh, Tanya, good morning. Good morning. I heard about I've heard about that there, and, and I'm very sorry that you you uh, experienced something less than our hospitality that we normally have. I mean, and, and normally even the people that are are asking for money are polite. Um, it did it, it didn't happen there. So, what are you going to do? Terrible. You saved a ton of money, though. I got to tell you. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, okay, so so basically, what we have is emergency approval going on right now. Everything up to this point. Is uh, has really not been approved by the FDA when it comes to the vaccine. What's going on with Pfizer here? Um, the full approval. Yeah, you're right. This has been the emergency use authorization that was granted in December. Remember, um, this is you know when a a medical product like a vaccine gets a special authorization to be used in an emergency. You know, this was due to the seriousness of what was going on with the pandemic. Um, you know, it takes less time than a full approval. That kind of thing. But as a condition of the whole emergency use authorization, the companies that, you know, were applying for this emergency use authorization had to had to be working toward um, the full authorization part, which mm, is a whole okay. different thing. Um, to, to apply for a full FDA approval, they've got to submit a different application. Uh, they have to give them data on their manufacturing processes, the facilities, um, stuff that basically backs up their claim that the vaccine can be re- produced reliably and consistency, consistently. So they've got to basically show, okay, not only were we able to ramp up and get enough out for the emergency part, but we can keep this up. We can keep, um, you know, manufacturing this and making enough so when there's, you know, for the demand that we, you know, may or may not have. Right. Um, they've got to... They're going, to, they're going to give this to the FDA, all this data, over the next uh, several weeks on a rolling basis. And then 
um, you know, the FDA will look at this. It's I'm seeing six months is what it could take for them to wow. get the um, the uh, full approval. It usually takes something like ten months. Um, you know, so when you were talking about, you know, a lot was made of the, and especially in the fall and the, you know, before the vaccines came out of how long a vaccine takes. It usually takes years and years. Well, a chunk of that time is getting full FDA approval, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things that they've kind of like leapfrogged ahead with this emergency use part. And now they've got, you know, the data that they've been compiling and they're going to you know submit all of that. Um, this could do a couple of things. This um, full FDA approval could have, you know, an effect on vaccine mandates. Um, so some schools and other organizations have said that they plan to require vaccination against COVID, uh, but only after it's gotten full approval from the FDA, not the emergency use part. It could also have an effect on people who are hesitant to get the vaccine. Um, there was apparently a Kaiser Family Foundation survey uh, that was done, I think, last week is when it was released. Uh, it says 15% of American adults have gotten this, like, wait-and-see sort of approach to the COVID vaccine, saying, yeah, okay, well, yeah. it doesn't have full approval from the FDA. I'm not going to take it until it does. Um, so there there could be more, a, a few more people, at least, on board after it gets the full approval uh, who have kind of been hesitant to get a shot. At right. So now, it's, uh, now you're able to say this is FDA approved and yeah. it's a different deal. Okay. But, well, but then are, again, that's not till what? October, November, yeah. six months yeah. from now. Yeah, it could be. It could be a while. Um, but I mean, you know, again, you're, you're talking about the Pfizer vaccine, which uh, uh, you, you know the clinical trials had already shown us that it was like 95 percent effective. Right. And now they've got the published data from like real world stuff, where a lot of people have actually gotten it. You know, the shots in their arms, and it says that you know it's it's. Uh, they reported last month the trial results have shown that it's still is at least 91% effective uh, against the disease with any symptoms for six months. Um, you know, they, of course, there's that the virus uh, variant. Uh, they yep, do yep. say that the, the, some of the research that they've done recently, it, it shows that it is effective against those as well. Um, so, again, this is, you know, Pfizer going for their full FDA approval. Um, you know, that could be, right. like you said, it could be a few more months. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, the uh, the more people that get this thing, the better off we're going to be, and uh, maybe this will help. That would be a, certainly a good thing. So, mm-hmm. All right, interesting stuff, Tiny. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful sure. day. Thank you. Uh, Tiny J. Powers at, uh, at Fox News. So on this uh, Kentucky Derby thing, uh, what do we know here? Well, that uh, the, the horse, since the race, has tested positive, Bob Baffert, a very uh, renowned trainer, has now been... Um, he's been suspended, right? Yeah, from the... I, my understanding is he's suspended from the track. Let me see if the wording here. Baffert was told his horse tested positive for beta-methasone, I believe is how it's pronounced. Um, Churchill Downs suspending Bob Baffert. Yeah, I, I guess maybe that's just part of the... It triggers a suspension if you have a positive test. Hmm. Now, he's denying it. Of course, of course. But um, uh, is I a horse don't, a horse? I don't know how this could change any bets, right? Well, it's interesting. Andrew had asked the question. You know, do you have to give the money back? The answer is, I'm going to tell you no, because anybody who got money, you just simply wouldn't go back to the OTB and say, right, "Hey, you right. paid me two weeks ago. You just keep <clears> right. your mouth shut. You keep, yeah. keep your money." There's no way they could enforce. But then that. you have you have people who like I I placed a small bet on Twin Spires. 
and it, which is an app on your phone, and it automatically would deduct from your account. It'll automatically pay you by putting money into your account. So I'd ask the question, if this turns my changes my bet, where now all of a sudden I've won, um, will there be money uh, put into my account? There Probably should. not. There, there should, should be. Though. Yeah, I agree. And why well, did it take so long? I know. Yeah. I, I, I think I always thought these tests come back within a day or two. Or, or before the race. Like, you'd find out if uh, you'd find out beforehand. Well, that's the weird thing. I think they test uh, the horse before, but you don't get the results. For it. I, don't, I don't know what it would be. I don't know why they wouldn't have that to, you know, all ahead of time so that yeah. you prevent this possible scenario from happening. They don't have rapid tests. Come on. <laughs> We've got them over an MV right now. Unless it's something that you have to determine, you know, if there's a certain window of time that it takes for the the drug to be in the system, and and I guess I don't know, but I I just and we'll see what uh, what uh, Brandon Lang has to say later on this morning. But I I just don't know how they would be able to reverse any of this, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised if, like on the Twin Spires app or at the OTB, there's some sign or on the back of your ticket that says. Um, any uh, errors, uh, you know, any changes, any discrepancies, um, that is just uh, the, the, after a certain period of time, once the race is official, the race is official, something like that. Right. That would prevent anybody from being able to go back and say, well, wait a minute, that turns out wasn't the winner. Yeah, because, you know, if the history books go down that it's Mandaloon and I don't know who came third would, would obviously get bumped to second and you had a paying ticket. I, look, every uh, I say everybody, NBA, uh, MLB, NFL, all these sport, NHL now they're all kind of opening their arms to the whole betting field. Yeah, but yeah. Horse racing has been in it for forever, mm-hmm. but the idea that you could actually have the the first and second horse reflected in the history books and that's how you bet, but you never got paid on it, I think is going to discourage people from voting. I don't know how many people, but. From betting. Yeah, I... Um, from voting. Yeah, from I, I, betting. Uh, yeah, they're not going to vote either. They're like, we don't trust anything where there's tabulation. Nothing. Um, I don't... Uh, I don't know how this... What do you do in this situation? This is really... Here's the I mean, other- and remember, it was last year, the year before, they had the disqualification. and But that happened, like, right at the end of the race. Right. It was a determination of people watching the race that, what, he had... Yeah. He had Cut off a horse or something. So we're sitting there watching that in real time, like thinking you won, but maybe you didn't. And then turns out you didn't, or maybe you did. But um, I just don't know how they uh, how they handle this. I wouldn't be surprised for betting apps that were taking bets on the Derby, like Twins Buyers, mm-hmm. that if you had actually won, they'll do something for you because they want to uh, obviously keep and encourage additional business. Yeah, so. yeah. So we with had an app uh, is different than going to an OTB window. Somebody yeah. uh, just called up, uh, didn't want to go on the air, but he said he used to work at Vernon Downs, and they test the horses after the race. Uh, they'll do urine and blood samples of the horse, and yeah. goes to a lab, and sometimes doesn't. T- it takes a week or two to get the results. Wow! And they only test. He said <clears> they only test. At least this is how they do it at Vernon Downs, or how they did when he worked there. They would test the first, second, and third place winners, and then a random horse in the field. And that's how they would decide. So, um, so there is a precedence for this. What did, did he say? What they do with the betting? Like, no, what no if, not with that. He because he, yeah. he, he only works specifically to uh, you know with the horses and the vet staff. Okay, but uh, you know at Vernon Downs, that could mean that someone could have won 
on a Tuesday night, but by next Tuesday night we find out they really didn't win. I think those people have to keep their money, and I think once the race is I I just could only imagine that once the race is final. But you may see, like, certain organizations, like the Twin Spires, come back and say, all right, if you were a winner, we're going we're gonna to pay you, or if you were a winner, we're going to give you credit or some something to be able to make it seem like this is – Turn this into a positive. Right? It's not just the winner. It's the exacta boxes. It's the yeah. Oh, oh, everything. Everything's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, uh, Kathy is a, uh, is a is race, racing lover. She's she a loves, racing correspondent. She's, she's our expert. <laughs> uh, good morning, Kathy. What do you know? Good morning. Oh, I was dumbfounded. Uh, the last few days I haven't paid too much attention to uh, the Derby winner, but uh, when I heard it last night on the nightly news, I guess I wasn't surprised. Baffett's had his problems with uh, mm. horses uh, with certain drugs. Your previous caller been called in. It takes a while. All the horses get tested after each race. So, what do you think happens with the uh, with the bats? I would imagine that uh, everybody keeps the money the way it is. I think. Uh, I think as far so too. As, uh, the Derby place winners and everything, first, second, I think the money stays the same, but the win gets taken away. Yeah, yeah. I, I Like, uh, you know, I, I guess it wasn't legal to bet on on uh, on college sports when Bayheim was in his uh, winning all those games, and then the NCAA came in and took the wins away. Right. It, if there was legalized betting, which there would be in Vegas— I can't imagine that somebody, if if, uh, if if Syracuse beat Duke, but now the win has been taken away, I can't imagine that they'd be able to go back to uh, to, to Vegas and say... I, I believe probably this horse was just a fluke on winning. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, but it's a shame because it's such an important race. Well, know, and it's the... right two years ago and then last year things got changed around. It's just not... Not a lot of chaos, a lot of chaos, right? So I'm looking forward to the Preakness, but it kind of just, uh, kind of, I don't know how to say it. It just takes it right out of uh, the air. It's yeah, it takes the, the wind right out of the air, the wind out of your sails. sails. Yeah. I don't know. Sails. My no husband wind. seems to think that uh, he sees Baffer and he says, you know, he looks a little crooked. So, I mm. mean, I don't know. Who's to say? All right. But he's had problems with uh, horses coming up with tests. With well, I would drugs. think that, that he should be more than suspended, right? Yes, I, I mean, would. I think you should be banned if, if you're knowingly doing this. Then uh, then has, has he had problems before? I think maybe he has, right? Yes, he has. Yeah. But the problem is. Will it hold up certain tracks or suspend certain trainers from racing? But yeah, then yeah. you go somewhere else, not all. Some tracks right. will say, well, you got suspended. You're not racing here either. Right, And then right. you've got other tracks that say, well, as long as everything's on the up and up with the yeah. drug test. Yeah. So we'll all just right. have to wait and see. Interesting stuff. Okay, Definitely. Kathy, thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Wow. Um, do you agree? I, I don't know how they would, uh, does this change your situation? 
No, I lost anyway. You lost anyway. Either way, Actually, you know, I didn't even put a bet in last last week. By the way, it was April 30th. No, excuse me. It was May 1st was the Derby, and the Preakness right. is coming up this Saturday. Okay, so, you know, 10 days ago. Um, yeah, it it I, doesn't. My, my guess is once the race is official, I think the bets would be official, and I don't know how they would be able to, to go back on that. But, you know, the, the thing I find interesting is, okay, so they pay out, and they've paid out, so now it's over. But a lot of, um, and they're not prohibited from doing this, a lot of Bob Baffert's out there, trainers and owners, <clears throat> will place money on the horse, you know? So mm, it's right. almost like as, as long as you can be declared the winner on race day and right. cash that check. That's all that matters. Who cares if you get disqualified 10 days later? Unless you bet with a side uh, corner bookie where, like, uh, Johnny, I'm going to kill you. Mikey, uh, you owe me money! <laughs> It turns out you didn't win. You got to bring the money back. And who's going to say no to that? Yeah, right. Uh, Dan in Westmoreland. Hi, Dan. What's going on? Uh, good morning. So this is how it works. All There's right. going to be no change for batters. Okay. They've wow. Already, they've already paid it out, and that's the end. And for example, I had Mandaloon, who was second, mm. who would be first, right? Right. And then I actually had the horses that were second and third. They throw out Medina Spirit. They're not paying anybody anything. The only thing that will happen with Medina Spirit is that they'll forfeit the purse money, and then Mandaloon will get the, the winning money of that. Uh, but okay. in batting, it's over. They've already paid it out. You get nothing. It sucks, but that's the way it yeah. is. So once it's official, uh, that's that's what it is. And maybe it doesn't stink because maybe you won and shouldn't have won. Right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, if you had Medina Spirit, yeah. you already yeah. Hey, but in terms of changing the payouts to the batters, uh, okay. that doesn't happen. That's All right. right. Okay, Dan, thanks. We appreciate All right. You're uh, the, uh, the insight there. Pretty cool. Um, pretty cool if you won. Not so cool if you, uh, if you didn't win, right? But how else would they do it? Uh, you couldn't get in touch with anybody. You would, you'd have people who threw their cards, their tickets away. I mean, they're, they're, it must be once the race is con- – and that's why – They'll always say at the end of a race, everything is unofficial. It's unofficial, and your bet never shows up, on, on at least on the app, until everything is gone official, and then it shows up. I just have to wonder how, what, what type or of your winnings this has on the Preakness coming up this weekend because, again, there's this lingering question about, uh, you know, if I win, whatever. I, I just – it's kind of a head-scratcher. I will say this, though. It's probably not likely, unless you bet on an app, this is just, I guess, my opinion, but I've never saved a ticket after I've won. I mean, usually you watch the race. Right. You had three, four, seven. You know, two, five, eight comes in. You just shred your, you just rip yeah. your ticket in half Angrily. and throw it out. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, not too many people. It's not like if you, if you, you know, some people say with scratch offs, if you if you want a big payout from New York State, but you could prove that you had all these losing tickets, they would actually count against right. what you would have to pay in taxes. I don't think it's like that in horse rating. I got uh, I got fifty losing Kentucky yeah. Derby tickets. Yeah. You know, so uh Jeff says not only can't you really ask for the money back from those that won, but now you have to look at anyone who still has a ticket for the new winner and have to pay that out, right? Uh but no, there won't be any I don't I, I don't believe there'll be any payout that if if like the Dan who just called in now after the change his horse actually was the winner, but not on the official, not an official, the official closing time or whatever happens. He'll get no money back. So he says. And then Rob asks, what about winning the Triple Crown? Um, all tickets are final. 
but he can be disqualified. Winners, money paid back and given to the number two winner. So um, that's really what Dan said, um, is that the horse and the horse owner, any winnings that happen there, that will change. But as for anybody that bet, there will be no change. And as it relates to the Kentucky Derby, I mean, uh, Amanda Loon will get the win, have an opportunity for the Triple Crown, but... um and and uh, what is it? Medina Spirit won't be racing. I don't believe. I believe Medina. I, I'm a hundred percent sure won't be in the Preakness. Won't be in the right, uh, right. The Belmont. Yeah. Uh, how about the uh, the New York Mets? Are uh, are seven and three in their last ten games? Hey, now you know they won five straight games. Yeah. Bad news though. Degrom left with tightness Saw on his that. right side yeah. yesterday. You know it was interesting. Again, and he still pitched, pitched incredibly well. Yeah, he did. He did look yeah. good. They had a little odd thing. I don't know if you saw the game where the center fielder, uh, so Pilar and Conforto. <clears throat> you remember when um, Mike Cameron and Carlos Beltran collided headfirst, both diving mm, for a yeah, ball? Yeah. It was this close to being that again. What ended up happening is they did miss each other, but Conforto's foot kicked, his cleat kicked Pilar in the face. So there was a little delay in the game. The Mets also got another run via the bases-loaded walk. It's our new yeah. favorite way to score. Yeah, apparently. But they got a win, sweep Arizona, five straight wins, and then they're off tonight. Unfortunately, you got no Mets, no Yankees tonight. The Mets will host Baltimore tomorrow to start a two-game series. And the Yankees are red hot right now. They are. They've won. Oh, I missed it. Uh, they've won several games in a row or, or many of, of their last several games this is and why I get so Giancarlo angry. Stanton's on fire. Angry when somebody uh, somebody says uh, Yankees fans say, "Oh, we're terrible this year." And then they turn around and uh, and go on a tear. It's just you know you can't count that team out. All right, Rachel Sutherland uh, standing by right now. So uh, the April unemployment numbers were not all that uh, positive. So the question is, are we in the middle of a uh, of a comeback, a financial comeback, or is unemployment getting in the way? Rachel, good morning. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, schools of thought here on this. There's 266,000 jobs, way short of the estimate of a million uh, for the month of April. So uh, the question is, what is going on? And uh, the administration is saying that, look, this is basically a marathon. It's going to take a while to bring these jobs back. Uh, the, the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen uh, putting it on, look, there are a lot of uh, stay-at-home or, well, working-at-home parents or at-home parents who, you know, about 54% of schools in the elementary and middle uh, categories are, are open. Yeah. That leaves law schools closed and it's mm-hmm. tough to get back to work. Republicans are saying it's the expanded unemployment benefits, which, by the way, run out in September, and that with the extra $300 a month, a week that they're making, uh, people just aren't turned on to going back to work. I mean, I see uh, job postings and and uh, a lot of help-wanted signs, but these may be the kind of uh, jobs where people feel more at risk to go out if they're doing service jobs. And uh, so Ben Sass, uh, the Republican there, is going to introduce legislation that would convert uh, this uh, extra unemployment into a signing bonus for people that take jobs. Well, I think something has to be uh, something has to be done because it is a real problem. And you know, it's easy to gloss over this and say there are all these jobs out there. These people should uh, should get back to work. The, 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 where it does get a little complicated is you might have been making uh, far more money. And, and the, you know, are you going to go out and, uh, you know, if you're making $75,000 a year, are you going to go out and, and be all that incentivized to take a job as a, as a waiter or something like that? 
Um, yeah, or something that you something that you just would is not in your field. Right. Right. And maybe people are still looking for the jobs that they had before. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of different factors, but the president is going to be speaking on the economy one fifteen this afternoon from the East Room. I don't know if they'll take questions, but certainly uh, it might do well for him to address all the factors that are leading to this because that is almost the biggest discrepancy I've ever seen with economists forecasting a million jobs and coming in at yeah. two hundred sixty six thousand. We have one. Uh, there's one restaurant here that I'm most familiar with. That is uh, just every night, always packed. It's open seven days a week. But now, all of a sudden, for the first time ever, they're closing on on Mondays. And it says right on their sign. The reason is they they've help wanted. They don't have enough people, to, enough staff to stay open seven days a week. So, oh, I can I, I can attest to that uh, with with just Mother's Day being yesterday. Trying yeah. to find. You know, they're all all the restaurants are just so overwhelmed. Yep. There's yep. no staff. Yep. Yeah. All right. Interesting stuff. Thank you, Rachel. Have a wonderful day. You too. Uh, uh, Rachel Sutherland from Fox News. Uh, do you guys uh, do any uh, big Mother's Day uh, dinners or anything? We had a debacle. <laughs> um, I can't say. I, I would never say where, but, oh. Okay, now I like the worst. I've oh, never, man. I've never seen it so bad. My mother, was I could working. have taken the mashed potatoes and thrown the ball of mashed potatoes at you, and it would have knocked you out. Um, yeah, um, and giving yeah, you frostbite, and giving this. you frostbite. <laughs> let me just say, frostbite. let me just say, we were there for an hour. The butter hadn't melted by the time we left, so there was just uh, was the heat not working at the place, or I don't know what was going on. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. You did dinner or brunch? Dinner. Yeah. Oh yeah, mashed potatoes. Some call it that. Yeah. We had to go to another place to finish dinner, but um, you know. <laughs> so and you, and, and you know you get it. I get it. Uh, you're dealing with a pandemic, and you're dealing with. But there's a difference between. I don't think more employees would make this situation any better. And there are no employees. This is bad because of that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Was it, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a labor issue. Is what you're saying. Oh, I think it was a labor issue. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not a lack of pandemic labor, labor issue, yeah, okay. I don't think. <laughs> so it was just you and your wife or the whole family? Uh, everybody. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. So that's was it we're talking eight people, maybe ten people? Uh only five of us. Oh for this. five. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because maybe somebody got overwhelmed, you know, with having so <clears> many people, but it was, there was no doubt there there was short they were short handed. There's no doubt about it. But I but you know when you feel like yeah, it was a tough situation. They were shorthanded. But if there were more people there that it would have gotten any better, that's how I feel. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have gotten any better. Uh, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> well, just, you know. We enjoy You it. enjoy the time you spent yeah, together. That's the key. Right? Just pay I mean, the bill and go to another restaurant. Who says potatoes have to be warm? I mean, that just could be one of those unwritten things that is stupid. Like, have you had cold potatoes before? Pretty good. They were pretty good. Cold potatoes are pretty good. And actually, it helped me anyway, because I'm not supposed to eat them anyway. Not on my diet. Look at you all bright-siding it. <clears throat> Trying to look at it that way. On I, a I, Monday morning. I really felt bad. Rain's I, coming down. I was saddened by the whole thing, especially uh, knowing the uh, the history of where we went. Um, it has a rich history, and uh, it was pretty sad. How, how But, but uh, I'm sure there were other places that worked their tails off and... and Put on incredible meals. <clears throat> Interesting. <laughs> just, we didn't choose those places. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Is this a place you're familiar with? 
It's a place you're familiar with. Um, <clears throat> but I don't want to go. I don't want to do any hints. No hints. Okay. I, I'm I don't just wondering. I just wait until you tell us off the air. Oh yeah. I'm just wondering if it was like uh, you know, have you had a bad experience there before? So this is strike two or strike three, or if this was, was a no, uh, no hints. You were surprised. I'm not going to say anymore. Were you surprised at the level? That, you know, I was surprised. Okay. Yeah, I really was. <clears throat> Of course. Otherwise, would we have gone? Right. No. No. Right. I'm just saying. Like, if it's a, if it's a place you've been to before that you've had enjoyable meals in the past, it sure. is. It, it is. Be, yeah. It is. Sure. Yeah. I love the um, characterization enjoyable <laughs> meals. Did and you my, enjoy your meal? And Mike and Mike says regarding that Mother's Day dinner, did you prepare it? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Uh, okay, and then. Um, uh, was there a, a McNeil and Lindor? Uh, uh, a, 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 something happened a couple of games ago, and everybody went running into the dugout, and we don't really know what happened, but they're saying there might have been a scuffle between uh, between the two. Yeah, I believe they've made up. But right, I was watching the game. I think it was Friday night, and they were saying, "Oh yeah, there there are people between them in the dugout." And I was kind of in the other room. I overheard it. Yeah, yeah. And then at some point when they were coming off the field, it looked like everybody was making up. There was like a little half hug or something. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting because Lindor's making a a ton of money, and he was he yeah, was yeah. been one seventy five yeah. or something ridiculous. He does seem to be coming around a bit. He, well, he had a big hit Friday night. Certainly, yeah, the two run yeah. homer was huge. And um, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think if they're if they're literally fist fighting in the dugout, that's not a good thing. But maybe a little fire is what a little they need. Little feistiness, yeah. Uh, Brandon Lang coming up in a bit. We'll talk about uh, Medina Spirit, uh, the drug test, which results in uh, this whole mess. But it looks like um, uh, pretty obvious at this point. There won't be any changes in betting if you won and that horse was disqualified or ends up being disqualified. You will still win. That's what it seems like. We'll confirm that with uh, with Lang coming up. Also, Dr. Mm-hmm. Kent Hall is on with an update. Uh, we have um, uh, John Calabrese is on. Uh, we were talking about un- uh, employment, and uh, I- I'm, there's a company that's working like crazy to get people to work, and and it's almost it's it's so different now from what it was like 30 years ago when unemployment was high and there were no jobs out there. Now, unemployment is probably high, but there are a ton of jobs out there. Crazy, as we uh, look at it. And uh, you'll remember he was from Rome. The accidental gangster uh, is going to be appearing at the Mob Museum. It is in Vegas, but there's a virtual uh, opportunity for you, so you could actually take advantage of it. Orlando Spado is uh, insurance salesman to Hollywood, quote, fixer in the Mob. And he's written a book, and we'll chat with him again today about his event, his Q&A event that's going to be happening at the Mob Museum. It's come a long way, right, when the mobsters are actually having sit-downs yeah. and, at the museum. And, and question and answer things at museums, <laughs> and there's a Mob Museum. What has happened to the world? What has happened to the mob? I will get to all that coming up here this morning. Also, Habika's free money question of the day. We'll take your phone calls as well, whatever you have for this Monday morning, and I will say there is a bit of a change in the forecast, like a bit of a warm-up, and uh, and and what looked like was going to be rain every single day. Now I see uh, more predominantly sunshine. Right? Yeah, I don't see much rain at all for 
the week all the way through Sunday. Why well, wouldn't that be nice? We've it's a had, bit warmer uh, than they had said at the end of last week, too. Yeah, I mean, if you're not mowing your lawn, you have a jungle in your yard right now oh, because man. we've had so much rain. And the uh, the grass is a growing here. 